All right, welcome to episode 15 of the Galactic Dads podcast. Today we have a great show for you. We're going to cover The Witcher. We'll talk about the multiverse in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we're also going to talk about Picard because Eric's so hyped about it, I can barely keep him quiet. We'll talk about all that and bring you dad jokes and so much more. So stick around. Five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast, a podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek, dad life, I am the father, and beyond. Language. And we are back for the 15th episode of the Galactic Dads Podcast. We're all happy to be here, enjoying it. I mean, I feel some high energy in the room. <laughs> I wasn't going to interrupt, but yes, we're all high energy. Up. High energy. <laughs> high energy. Really high energy. Energy says hi. Terrible dad joke to start with. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but these dad jokes, uh, which we will bring to you later in the episode, uh, are brought to you by our liquid lubrication of the evening. I am Brandon, and I am always here talking to you guys. Uh, but tonight, I am brought to you by a, what is this? I don't even know. It just says this. Yeah, what is this? this? It's a. Uh, it's brought to you by Bell's Brewery. Uh, this is the Bell's from Comstock, Michigan. And today I'm drinking their special double cream stout. Obviously, it's pretty good if it took you a couple minutes to read them. Yeah, all. I had to like go through it and figure out. There's like three big Bell's, like Liberty Bell's, on it. And uh, it looks pretty creamy, and it smells deliciously dark and smooth. So Bell's makes a lot of creative beers. Yeah, this is good. My, you're gonna say creamy beers? <laughs> they probably do that too. Yeah, yeah. Creative. Well, it food. says there's cream in it. It's a double cream, mm. so it's a creamy stout. Double stuff, huh? Mmm, that's a coffee stout for sure. Uh huh. <laughs> oh yes. Was that from Zach and Mary make a porno? Would you like your cream now? <laughs> Don't oh, talk right. about frosted tips. <laughs> hey, Mister Frosted me like a cake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So while we're done frosting our cakes, I am joined again today by Matt. Matt is the host who has much more than a satisfactory amount. In fact, we'll say it's almost the most. High energy. High energy. What are you drinking today, Matt? (laughs) Well, I got a mix. Uh, I was inspired by John last week. He had a mix. He had a variety. So I wanted to kind of take from his lead. So thank you, John. I went out today and I got four different kinds. So I probably won't be drinking all four. But what I started with was the Moose Drool. Um, it's a brown ale out of Big Sky Brewing Company out of Missoula, Montana. Pretty good. Pretty good brown ale. But what I moved to was the Milk Stout out of Left Hand Brewing Company out of Colorado. Really, really good. Oh, you got variety <clears throat> today. Oh, yeah. I'm going to move to the Prankster out of North Coast Brewing out of California next. Okay. Sweet. So it looks like what? A brown ale? Brown stout. ale. Stout. What's the Prankster? It's an. Uh, it's, I think it's, it's a Belgian ale. Yeah. All right. Rock on. So. Tasty. I'll tell you when I open one, because it's in the fridge. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) I look forward to that. Awesome. All right. We are also joined today by Eric. Hello. How's it going, buddy? Oh, man. I'm just happy to be here. Happy to see you. Yeah, we missed you last week. Yeah, sorry about that. Duty calls, you know. That was lonely. 
Duty. How many diapers? Don't worry about that. Mm. <laughs> he don't want duty diapers. Yeah. I'm just trying to keep the subject matter light. Mm. Yeah, that's all. Duty diapers. Oh, no, you know, whatever. <laughs> all right, Mr. Duty. What you drinking? I have the uh, the Goose Island IPA from Goose Island Brewing Company out of Chicago. Very good. Yeah, that is a tried and true. I enjoy that beer very much. Yeah, yeah, it's a good beer. Mm. All right, good. And last but certainly not least, we have Justin. Justin, hey, welcome back, buddy. High energy. High energy all day. Uh, he, I am drinking. <laughs> yeah, just take he the He seems man. very high what energy. Do you, what do you got? <laughs> this delicious, crisp Killian's Irish Red. Good beer. Not bad. Uh, I wish I could tell you who brewed it. Probably Killian. George Killian. Well, yeah, but <laughs> from where? I don't know. It says in the USA. It's distributed by Anheuser-Busch. I'm not sure if it's made by Anheuser-Busch or not. But it, The writing's too small and I don't have my glasses. There right you there, go. So. There you go, Matt. See if you can pull something off that. Yeah. Please hold while we experience <laughs> technical difficulties. <laughs> all right. So we all have our delicious dad beers this evening. Mm-hmm. South and Africa. is a lot to cover. <laughs> Just please start naming random Pelfour, locations. South Africa. <laughs> Pelfour? Pelfour, South Africa. What? You told me Killian's Irish Red is actually South African beer. I, I don't know. I guess so. That's what it says on the bottle. Right? Did you guys Pelfort, as Pelfort, look here. I'm well, it's away. manufactured under license from the company in Pelforth, South Africa. Brasseries. I don't know. It's George Killian shit. I don't know. I just assumed it way, was Anheuser Busch because I knew that they were the ones who shipped it out. It's a good Galdern beer. That's all I'm getting. <clears> it's at. a Galdern good beer. <laughs> Thank you for bringing it to the show. Right. Oh no no no! It says France beer in France. Pelforth is a brand of beer in France. Most Pelforth. We're looking for the location. Nothing says Irish red like South Africa and yeah. France. <laughs> you know how many? How many? Well, I just googled it and it didn't say anything South about Africa? that. <laughs> are we off the rails already? We are off the rails. <laughs> oh, it is by Miller Coors of a South African brewing. That's who it is. It's by Miller Coors. Interesting. Yeah. All right, sweet. All right, cool. So we're going to get back on the Good rails. Good beer, Justin. We, Welcome back to the rails. <laughs> we, we have lots. You guys want to do a rail? Anybody want to go bang a rail real quick? I'll tell you no. what, that'd be high energy. Real yeah, high energy. I should buy a boat. <laughs> All, right. All right, so we do have things to discuss today because there's a lot of fun news coming out this past week. Uh, one of the things that I saw uh, was a little bit of news about The Witcher on Netflix and uh, I think we have a resident expert sitting across the table from me. I know you can't see him, but I'm talking about Justin, and there will be no awkward pause because we'll just let him go into it. Tell us about The Witcher, Justin. I appreciate that. Uh, so I just finished it uh, this Sunday. I watched the first episode a couple weeks ago, never got back into it, finally got some time, and I binged the whole thing in one day. Uh, I love it. It is. Uh, I, I never read the books, but I played two of the video games in depth. And there's lots of little tie-ins that kind of it grabbed me from the start. Uh, just being able to identify these characters and what they're doing, what they're getting ready to do. And the show so far, uh, just through the first season, is starting to build up this huge storyline that's coming later. I'm hoping season two, I think it comes out in 2021. Uh, I can't remember what month, but... How many episodes are in the first season? Uh, I believe it's 11. And are they hour episodes? Yeah. Uh, but they're awesome. There's uh, the only rough thing I do have to complain about in the least is there are some slow spots, like maybe a slow episode here and there, where there's not so much action. But uh, the rest of the series for me 
I was pulled in and I couldn't get myself away from it. I don't know how you guys you guys felt about it because I know you guys were like, no. Well, I started watching the first thirty minutes of the first uh, episode and I just it's like Game of Thrones. I just I couldn't get into it. So I yeah. think it's one of those where you have to go a few episodes in because Game of Thrones the first episode didn't really suck a lot of people in, mm-hmm. but if they managed to get three or four down, it was um, significantly better. And I, I think that's part of it. I mean, you're, you're talking about... I don't know about any of the other Witcher games, but The Witcher 3... Wild Hunt? Was like, yeah, I mean, that was like 120 hours or something like that's that. That's just the story. Yeah, if right? You, if you dive into all the side stuff, you'll so never that, finish it. Right. Is that like the third person where you run around with a sword? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's the incredibly popular game. It's, it's, it's a damn I, good game. I should probably game. try it. It's that's, really, really those good. Those are the type of games I like. Yeah, you, yeah, you getting really motion good. sickness through like first-person games, you wouldn't yeah, get that. In I this. can't do first-person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd like, you'd like Witcher in the Wild. I'm, I'm old school. I like that Lord of the Rings on the original yeah. Xbox, Return of the King. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like once you dive game. in a little bit into this game and you give it the time it needs to get where you're going, you're there. Mm. You'll be sucked in forever. Yeah, at I least that's how I was. I would like to see somebody play the game and then I could take my. You know, opinion from there. Because I'll bring it over, man. Like, like you were talking about Fall, uh, Fallen Order. Yeah, I am this close from buying it, and you said there's a discount, but anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, you we'll picked it up for thirty five yeah. bucks right now. Yeah, uh, I picked it up for thirty five bucks yeah. randomly. I just Googled the game and let Google do the work, and I got Fallen Order, the deluxe edition, for thirty five dollars over the weekend. Thank you uh, to the website that I got it from. <laughs> Much appreciated. Who I currently cannot recall, so <laughs> yeah, this is worthless. But thank right. you anyway. But uh, there's a there's just a lot of good things about this show that. Yes. Uh, is it like good things? Like yeah, you know, uh, there's me, plenty of boobs in it. Is there? Okay. Uh, okay. You know, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's as much as Game of Thrones, but you know, there's plenty of good-looking broads in here with some nice-looking boobs. So. All right. Okay. Let's ask the question that's burning in everyone's mind. All right. How often do you get to see Henry Cavill naked? So uh, that right. wasn't the question. I'm not gonna lie to you. Is that not, am I <laughs> no, not on the no, same page? Yeah, no, I wasn't maybe. ready to ask. I, I, I was totally bored to Henry Cavill. <laughs> you don't actually see his butt, but he's shirtless in a lot of scenes. So that's you know, I mean, you're yeah. getting there. I mean, you're not gonna have a guy like that and not <laughs> have a reason for a shirt to come off on screen oh, for yeah. whatever reason. And he's you know just as ripped as he was in Superman. So, <laughs> and like the sword fights in the show, super awesome. That. Do you remember watching the first episode and being bored out of my mind, even with that giant spider, <laughs> yeah. like bog yeah. monster fight, <laughs> whatever that I was? I was like, "That's cool," and Can then everybody was just kind of like riding a horse around for a while, and <laughs> talking then, in really I, weird. I and, will admit, you know. And I sat there and I thought to myself, "Yeah, I only have limited time, and it's not for this." And then a sword fight broke out, and I was like. Never mind. Okay, maybe I can watch this. This is some <laughs> next level sword fighting stuff. It, the sword fighting action, I think, was awesome. But other than that, it, you need something more than just that. And if you're going to do just that, then it needs to be the whole episode. Uh, <laughs> it's the first episode. It's the pilot, you know? Uh, they, yeah, I get it. I, I know. They've give got it a lot shot. of world building. I really too. Should. Yeah, they're, they're trying to build a story here. And from I what should, I've uh, seen, it looks like they're pretty much on par. Even though I didn't read the books, I played the games. They're They're keeping it pretty close. They're... They're bringing in all these tie-ins that anybody who played any game would recognize pretty immediately. 
and they're starting to build toward a story that most people would understand if they played even the games, not read the books. Do they play Gwent in the show? I haven't seen it yet. Okay, uh, I was there's been a couple times in the taverns you'll see guys like playing bar games and stuff, but I haven't spotted Gwent yet. Anybody in there playing poker? <laughs> Texas hold them all day, man. Yeah, obviously I don't know what games are played in this. I'm it's sorry, a- fantasy books are not my realm. Okay, <laughs> understandable. I think they're Eric's though. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, okay. that's okay. All right, The Witcher on Netflix gets the seal of approval for me. For me, yes, I loved it. I'm probably gonna binge the next or the series again before number two comes out, and then I also started a whole new run through on the Wild Hunt just because I watched it again. So. Excellent. Nice. Excellent. Pretty excited about it. I don't think you have to wait for season two to get another piece of Witcher fix. There was news that came out earlier this week about a possible movie for them. Can you tell us about that? Uh, yeah, it's an animated movie. I think it's called like the uh, the Wolf in the Nightmare. I don't know sounds, exactly what that, that follows. Fun. That sounds but, fun. Well, you know, <laughs> the main character, everybody calls him the White Wolf in this world, so it's going to have Geralt in it. I don't know where it's going, though, with that. I have, it, There's only been like rumors of there even being an animated movie. So I think it was confirmed today, you, actually. Okay, so if they're going to make a movie, is it going to be the same directors and writers and everything? It's an animated film. So it'll probably oh, have different directors. Probably, yeah. Yeah, but writers... Are they going to stick to the... I would hope so. I mean, uh, in my experience, a lot of animated movies are better than live-action movies, but that's just because comic books are so hard to film. And they can get away with a lot of stuff that right. they can't necessarily do live-action as easily. Right, right. It's a hell of a lot cheaper and make a building explode when it's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just redraw it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, uh, there hasn't been a whole lot of news about that yet, just the fact that it's animated and it could be coming soon. Uh, and I'm excited for it either way, man. Excited for season two. Very cool. I might have to give that a second chance. I would recommend it. That's what I was thinking, too, because I'm like you. The first time I sat down and watched that first episode, I was like, what the hell? And worst comes to worst, there's at least a good set of boobs in every episode, you know? Did I miss it in the first one? I was going to say, I didn't see it. Within the the first first 35, 40 minutes of the first episode, there's boobs everywhere. Really? Yeah. How did I miss this? I it's like say, a, it's oh, almost like a because you fell asleep kind of. fifteen minutes. That's in. right. They go into that like <laughs> it's like that's a wizard what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what happened. You know what? You're you're absolutely right. There is a lot of bare chested human beings in that that show, yeah, and exactly. there's even a lot of bare chested monsters. It's it's awkward. Yeah, I mean, but you know, it's kind of, at least everyone's on a level playing field, <laughs> right? Some that's true. Yeah. That's true. It's got an eight point four out of ten on IMDb. So. Right. Yeah, uh, this like is uh, Netflix's uh, most or highest grossing or not grossing, but highest watched first ever. It's like series. the highest streamed. Really? On yeah. Netflix, for, for Netflix? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Even after ever all the shows that they've had come out too. Yeah. Can't be the only stuff. crazy one, guys. Like even with Stranger to Things, Game of Thrones and train. Stranger Things, and the Ozark, and everything that's come out before this is breaking all those records. That's pretty good. Yeah, I think there's a, um, it's like the highest streamed show, but there's an asterisk, like highest streamed for something, but it is incredibly successful for Netflix, and I'm sure we'll be getting plenty more of it, so I should get used to it and and give it another another shot. shot. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah. There's always something else to watch. Absolutely. I mean, I could watch the second episode, and if I don't like it by then, I'm out. All right. (laughs) So I think we all get to watch the second episode after today. So that's what I'll be doing. But in the meantime, I'm doing that. I think Eric. I need to get a beer. 
Yeah, go I'm keep, like, quick. I'm light. I'm light here. Quick, go grab a beer, because yeah. Eric's going to start telling us about I know. Picard. 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 Damn you, God. That's not even Picard. Yeah, that's, that, yeah, yeah. that's not Picard. But that's okay. I just want to do it. I just want to do <laughs> it. Scream it from the roof. But Picard can tell us about enough Klingons, too. I feel like he's seen more of them than... Yeah, actually, Picard in The Next Generation was the arbiter of succession for the Klingon Empire when the Chancellor died to select the new one. Wow. He was all over the Klingon Empire. He helped them in the Klingon Civil War, protecting them against the Romulans that were trying to get involved. But Damn dirty Romulans. Exactly. I'm getting off on a tangent, but uh, we probably shouldn't be surprised. Star Trek is one of those things where the more I see of it and the more I watch it, the more I want of it. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow... Um, as of this recording tomorrow Star Trek Picard releases on CBS All Access and for me I'm extremely excited about this because well for one thing I grew up watching The Next Generation so Captain Picard's a familiar face to me but beyond all that you're talking about a guy that you know in Patrick Stewart who has nothing to prove to anybody He's already had, what, 20 years of... Oh, my... (laughs) More than that. I mean, this guy was Charles Xavier. He was Jean-Luc Picard. He's been knighted by the Queen. He's got his footprints and his handprints in front of the Chinese theater in L.A. Not not to change the subject, but but Patrick Stewart just turned down uh, a role to reprise... X-Men. An opportunity to reprise his role as Professor X. That was just recently I heard about that. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. And a lot of the reason he did that is because he felt like him playing that role in Logan was that was it which I mean, I it was think perfect it was done I think it was perfect the way he ended that yeah yeah, yeah absolutely Logan was amazing so for a guy for a guy like Patrick Stewart who who has nothing to prove this dude's 80 years old and he's, he's 80 yeah Man, he looks good he's contributed old, plenty so. to everybody you know to to Hollywood and to Shakespearean theater all of that he doesn't have anything to prove. So for him to come back and do this show means that they must have come up with a very good premise for him to come back. Yeah, make it worth um, his time. Yeah, and, and you know, so far with the newer Star Trek properties, like the reboot movies, the, the Kelvin timeline, if you will, uh, CBS and Paramount and everybody have done a pretty good job of building a hype train without doing all the usual conventional stuff like leading up to picard the two biggest things that they've done is they've released the comic miniseries called picard countdown which is kind of a backstory comic uh it's three uh, three issues uh so far two of the three have come out the third one is coming out next week uh which describes the backstory of the events that led picard to leave starfleet to retire to go back home um, in addition to that, CBS All Access has what's called short treks, which are little 10-minute long videos. They, they kind of go across the board. They tie into Star Trek Discovery. They tie into you know anything and everything as far as that goes. There's one that's a cartoon talking about tardigrades. It's really cute. They just came out with one a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It's cute. If you watch Discovery, you'd understand. I, oh. I don't have time to go into that. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's, Water bears? That's a busy one. But... Uh, but no, they came out with a short trek called Children of Mars, and... I can get behind that. Yeah, this is a... So this is a ten-minute video that very little is spoken during this video. The first part, you see two little girls, 
uh, one of the they're each talking to a parent on like a view screen. Uh, the first one is, you know, she's a she's an alien of some sort. She's making jokes, sticking her tongue out at her mom. Her mom's sticking her tongue out back. And she's an alien, so when I say sticking her tongue out, it's not like if we did it, it's like, you know, I mean, lizard it's tongue. long and lizard tongue, and they're <laughs> licking forked. eyeballs and stuff like Almost that. It's pretty wild. This. <laughs> You're making me uncomfortable. You're all impressed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we need, we need to pause so I can go take a shower. Anyway... <laughs> But then the the other girl is a is a human girl and and she's in a, a bit of a mood, and you know you hear her dad say, "Well, I'm not going to be able to come home," and she basically hangs up on. Him. Oh, that's rude. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and this is like a you know probably ten or eleven year old girl realistically, but yeah. not to not to lengthen the story. These two girls, you watch them. The go, lizard girl. The lizard girl and the, and, girl and the human girl. Okay. They go to the same school. And and you watch the the little human girl pick on the lizard girl, causes her to miss her school shuttle, and then you know then the lizard girl trips her in the li- the other girl in the library. Anyway, it goes back and forth. Um, you don't hear anything said, but then they get in a really bad fight. And at anyway, at the end of this episode, you see an event that ties directly back to Picard. Um, and this event happens on Mars, and it, it ends up where these two girls that, you know, 15 seconds ago hated each other are standing there watching the footage holding hands, because it's like a tragedy thing, and then you see Admiral Picard on there talking about how it's a tragedy and everything. There's almost nothing said in this whole 10-minute thing. It's a brilliant piece of TV, and it's a brilliant piece of advertising for what they have coming out. And cool. if that's the start of what's coming, I have nothing but high hopes for this show. What is that? What, is it what only is, on CBS Access? It's or? only on CBS All Access. All Access. Yeah. Uh, what it's is called the name? Star Trek Short Treks. And the one that I'm talking about specifically is Children of Mars. It's about 10 minutes long. Um, but Short Treks? Short Treks, yeah. But the, the idea you know, behind Picard is... He's retired from Starfleet. He's not on a ship. He's hanging out in his family vineyard, making wine, just chilling, hanging out with his dog. Living that good and, life. Yeah, he something happened that caused him to give up on Starfleet and give up on everything that he had done for his whole life. Which, if you're, you know, going back to the movies and things like that, that you know, with the Next Generation cast, he was married to the chair. I mean, he didn't want to do anything else. That was what he was doing. You know, other... You, you got to watch progression like the captain from Voyager in the last Next Generation movie. You saw that she had come home and she was an admiral. Mm-hmm. And so you see these other characters progress, but you don't see him. You know, you saw him. He was just doing the same thing. Something, A, caused him to progress, and then something, B, caused him to retire. And I'm very curious to see how they put that on TV and how they tie that in. And we're certain it wasn't old age. <laughs> it might have been old age. <laughs> I didn't write respected it. Resume. I'm just saying. Yeah, I didn't write it. But um, I mean, man in the chair is a young man's game. <laughs> what if a green-skinned alien woman wants to talk to the captain of your ship? Gamora. Well, you... Yeah, oh, <laughs> right. Tail. She can talk to me all day. I'd watch that because, you know, she's coming with a weapon. She's wreaking havoc on that ship. You know, so it's funny because that was a, you probably didn't even do it on purpose, but that was a quote from Wrath of Khan. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, they were they were doing a simulation with trainees, and at the end, 
Dr. McCoy, yeah. right. At the end, Dr. McCoy Bones. asked Admiral Kirk, why don't we just put an experienced crew back on the Enterprise? And he just looks back and he says, well, galloping around the cosmos is a game for the young. Yeah, it and, is. Uh, That's why you get a fresh new crew every ten years. Right. right. (laughs) It's in your contract. It is. It's in the contract. uh, Yeah. You go stop a Klingon Civil War and die, or you retire when you're 30, and we get a bunch of 20 go make wine, and the rest of us get to go drink. Starfleet captains, by contract, new crew members every six months. That would be, you know, that that would be all right if I could work for a little bit and then retire. Hey, why not? Just go on leave for a little while, come back. Well, especially yeah. if I get to go on leave in the stars and then retire on a planet where I'm making wine and chilling with my dog. Yeah, yeah seriously, just this does not out. sound bad. Mountains in the background, I can do it. But that's yeah. there already. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, I'm I'm hopeful that I'm hopeful this show, and I feel like I feel like my hopes are going to be justified. I'm I'm hopeful that what this show does is it helps it helps tell the story of what happened after the TNG movies after the TNG show the next generation exactly yeah. without without dwelling on the past too much we've got so much past star trek that i think people you know star trek fans myself included are more interested in what's going on in the future and they've got a perfect avenue to go into that I'd hate to see. I'd hate to see this turn into a bunch of flashbacks, you know. I, I, Past I stories and all that. Yeah, I mean, I love <laughs> the Next Generation crew, and I do hope that they bring people around. I know that, you know, Commander Data is going to show up probably in flashbacks, but then they're bringing Jerry Ryan back to play Seven of Nine. Oh yeah. Um, which she's she's awesome. Is um, she full blown Borg by this point, or is she more human? Again? <laughs> no, she was coming back to human. She's more human now. Uh, uh, yeah, she's go Borging, and that's just cool. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm ho- I know that you know Will Riker and, and Deanna Troy are going to be in the first season, which Deanna Troy was my first celebrity crush, and I still love her to death. But who is it? what's her name? Uh, Deanna Troy. Uh, the actress's name is Marina Sirtis. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping her. they don't dwell too hard on the old cast. I'd love to see them touch on it without getting too wrapped up in the, the memories and wasn't this fun type of stuff. Let's tell a new story. Um, get back I need to, what's I need to see at least one Jordy LaForge. I want to see Jordy LaForge. So he is in the Countdown comic. Okay. They do talk about where he's at. He's not on the Enterprise anymore. Uh, he was in the first Countdown comic, spoiler alert, uh, he's the director of the Utopia Planitia shipyard. Um, That's a mouthful. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Which I believe that shipyard's on <laughs> Venus. It might be on Mars. One of the two. But okay. But yeah, they they've touched on on where he is and everything like that. And I'm I'm hopeful that he shows up. I know that I think it was today or yesterday. Patrick Stewart. On television, ask Whoopi Goldberg to come back as Guinan for an episode in season two. I thought I saw that post on there that Which, she actually is. That would, that would yeah. be fun. Yeah. Take a break from the view for a minute. Yeah, and go back to the Starfleet. Yeah, go back to being you know a bartender and and being awesome. World uh, needs plenty of bartenders. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and, and she was such an interesting character in the Next Generation because she was five hundred years old, and she was just one of those like anytime she showed up, she was just really. Really wise, didn't yeah, really here, show a whole lot of emotion. Here, here just, comes some wisdom. Yeah, almost like the ancient one. This is what I'm going to tell you. You're going to listen whether you want to or not, and oh. then I'm going to go back to the bar. It's cool. 
All right, so it is the view. Okay, <laughs> right, right. Cool. Cool. I'm gonna assume I don't watch the view, but uh, yeah, there's a few times I've been on there and clicked through it. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Could someone throw a shoe? Let's let's, let's get crazy. Here. Yeah, is this the view or Jerry Springer? But. Uh, well, hopefully Picard doesn't turn into the view. <laughs> you never know. I could feel woke, extremely woke. Right. After hey, I turn stay off. woke. You never know. You never yeah. know. It'd be incredible. Right. I support everyone, but I would I'm not so support woke. that from Picard. No, no. And, and I, I really do believe that the the story and everything for for Patrick Stewart to take it seriously after he had publicly come out multiple times and said, "I'm not playing that character anymore," for him to decide to come back. It's gotta be good. It's gotta be good. Or the head to be a hell of a check. It's it's gotta be good. I mean, there, there's two ways that maybe works. the check is right. What was good. Yeah. Either the money talks, or yeah. you just really love what they could be with. But no, and then he's you an actor though that I don't. You know, he's already got enough fame. Why do another series if it wasn't a great? Yeah, one I don't think he's broke wonderful. because he did that show um, from Seth MacFarlane um, where he was a news anchor. And he is a terrible human being. <laughs> yeah. He's in the middle Orville? of the newsroom. No, no, no not Orville. Orville. He's in the middle of the newsroom getting spankings and stuff from interns. <laughs> and yeah, we said he's eighty. In this show he's like mid seventies, <laughs> late seventies, and he's he's going wild. Well something to remember too is he's got such a robust T V and movie resume. We're not even talking about his experience uh, as a Shakespearean stage actor. Right. I mean, that's is, what made him famous. Which is incredibly extensive before he even got his start on Star Trek. Yeah. Which, I mean, let's be real, though. It's 1980-what? The next generation. 87? It premieres. Yeah. You get a classically trained Shakespearean actor, actor, who <laughs> brings real chops and believability to flipping Star Trek. Like, right. You had to have known that something huge was starting there. Right. And it did. It ran for how many seasons? Seven seasons. The standard Star Trek series was seven seasons. Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager were all seven. Uh, the original series was three, but then they did the remaining, I think it was the remaining four, were the animated series, ah. um, which w- which continued the story. And then Didn't even got... know that was a thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, this is yeah. a whole world yeah. I know nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to seek out and explore new worlds. Yes, boldly go where no one's gone before. Oh. Most have not gone before. He's I I have. Lots of people have been there before. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, cool. So we're excited to see Picard as it premieres this week. Premieres tomorrow. Ooh. Hot diggity. Which, by the time this podcast is published, it It'll will have premiered last, last Thursday. So, hope you all watched it, enjoy it. Tweet at us and tell Eric what you think. As always, he is at Laser. 83 Eric. That's on me. Twitter. You can tell him, hey, this show is awesome. It was worth waiting for. Or you can say, this hot bag of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I paid for CBS All Access for this. No. Go for, go for the garbage. I think go you get garbage. a seven day free trial. So you can <laughs> get it. Make up a fake. You can <laughs> get it. Watch the episode. If you don't like it, you're none the wiser as long as you cancel it. You know why all Interest these new free, streaming services have, have started? The not just dropping a whole season at once. Because the fake email everybody well, uses for the fake Net- Netflix yeah. will drop a whole season at once. Yeah. And everybody signed up on their dad's account or their cousin's brother's, whatever. <laughs> everybody's mooching somewhere. Yeah. 
<laughs> but the new streaming services are like, hey man, we're not going to let people all watch this on the free trial and cancel. <laughs> yeah. So we'll give you an episode a week. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're so doing by, it smart. By episode two, you got to keep paying. Yeah. They thought yeah. about it. That's why, but that's why the first episode of whatever they're premiering has to be that it's, much it's more. Got to be a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because you're paying for it, but it's good. Yeah. yeah. Is it? Is yeah. it? Yeah. I usually feel pretty good after most of the shows I watch. Like The Mandalorian was the reason I got Disney Plus. It's also the reason I still have Disney Plus. Yeah, I do not yeah, regret that decision at yeah. all. Absolutely not. Yeah, and there's a ton of stuff coming. On Disney love Plus. Disney Plus. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, that we have just seen the U.S. agent. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. and how he looks. We tweeted that out yesterday. Yeah. Uh, is he, it bad that I like his outfit better than the original Captain America's? No, it's not. I don't I, think so. No, I think they I did think a, it is pretty fucking awesome. I think they did a damn good job with it. Yeah. The way that they make the A kind of stylized into the star so, as yes, well. That is cool. Perfect. Yep. It looks so much cooler on his helmet than that A that's there. Uh, that's the <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Your ass. <laughs> so you're the first choice. Where's Captain B? <laughs> We can't quite afford Steve Rogers. Hell, we'll take hell, I'll Dave settle, Rogers. I'll settle for Captain C or D right now. Come on. Yeah, you'd like some D right now? <laughs> Doubles. Oh, wow. Oh, the double D. I'll take the Delta. There you go. Can't afford the Captain Alpha. These pranks allergies, you can have a Claritin D. Oh. Oh, I, you know. Yeah, but the, the new outfit for U.S. Agent, and by new outfit, it's his premier outfit, he will be premiering in the Falcon and Winter Soldier series on Disney Plus, which thankfully has not been delayed or pushed back. It has actually, I believe, been moved up to later this year, 2020. Mm-hmm. So we are super excited about that. Um, but we're also, you know, kind of in this weird phase for the Marvel Universe if we're talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We always talk about Black Widow. Uh, and by always, the last couple episodes we have talked about it. Because we're excited to see it, because Black Widow will be kicking off the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And realistically, after Endgame, it's kind of hard to see where they're going. I know we had Spider-Man Far From Home. And was that, that the next, was that the kickoff, or is Black Widow the kickoff? Well, it's kind of like... I think it's like a I prelude? Feel like it's more of a, a prelude to the kickoff? Yeah. No, I think Far From Home's more of an epilogue. Yeah, that's, that's how I felt about Far From Home uh, as well. Yeah, I didn't yeah. feel like it was really kicking anything off. Yeah, I felt it was more of a, hey, if you need a little bit more to finish this... You need a little closure go. from Endgame, right. here you go. Yeah. So Black <laughs> Widow, I think, is yes. the first movie that is going to push away from the story of Endgame and give us uncharted territory. Oh, yeah. And there's been a lot of talk on the internet, and even Kevin Feige has come out and talked about, about where... Phase 4 could be taking the Marvel Universe. And I know that this is something you're super stoked for, Matt. Yeah. So why don't you tell us about it, man? Well, I am I am super stoked for this. You and, should be. Uh, I am too. No, so the, you know, with um, with everything that's happened after Endgame, like you said, there's a lot of speculation as to where all the characters, where everybody's going, what they're doing, you know, where they've been, where they're going from here, you know. So, uh... But, uh, yeah, he's basically, like you said, Kevin Feige has mentioned that the next step is the multiverse. So it makes sense, you know, the concept of the multiverse first, like you said, alluded in Far From Home. And, uh, which, that didn't really pan out to show an exploration of the multiverse, but it showed, it kind of brought it up, you know. It teased it a little bit. It teased it a little bit, yeah, exactly. 
So, um, but the next time we're going to get to see this is in the next Doctor Strange. So, with the second title of being, you know, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Obviously, I'm a huge fan. It's a oh, little bit. We no, can tell. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Little known. It's no secret that, I mean, I'm a big fan of Doctor Strange. I think <laughs> he looked for it. He looked I thought I was wearing it. Yeah. Well, because I was wearing it earlier, but then I changed my T-shirt. It's all know? right, man. I get it. But, yeah, no, it's, it's just going to be awesome. I think, you know, it, um, it makes perfect sense to bring the multiverse to Doctor Strange's movie. All right, to bring it up to the MCU in Doctor Strange's movie. You know, with the mystic arts and everything he's been with Dormammu and uh everything. I've come to bargain. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, it uh that 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 first Doctor Strange movie was really awesome for me. Right? Well, I just really just enjoyed everything. I thought the way they brought Dormammu into the movie, like the the big, just how they did him, you know, animated him, how they computer animated him in, in the movie. It just, I just thought it was really well done and how he basically just kept coming back and coming back and coming back. And he's like, you know what? I, I can't do this all day because eventually you're going to get tired of this. So <laughs> I, uh, I'm just, what was really cool for Dr. Strange is when he was talking to the ancient one, when he first got to Carmitage and she showed him everything he was missing. She showed him a little glimpse of the multiverse as he was going through that what looked like a crazy acid trip. Oh yeah, yeah. He saw the other dimensions. Oh yeah, wait, wait, what's in that tea? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I, I just, I don't know the the myst mystical part of all that is what really kind of drew me to it. And like I said, like I've said this before, is I just like. I like Doctor Strange's character. His, just his, he's like he's a genius. Obviously, he you know he's got an eidetic memory, is what he said, and he's really smart. So he knows how to be a smart asshole to people. He's arrogant, and I just everything about that first movie was just awesome. And I'm pretty much bummed out that the director's not doing it. So I was kind of hoping that we could kind of get the same. The same thing we got with Doctor Strange 1, I was hoping we were going to get the same thing. A similar two. experience. A similar experience, exactly. But, you know, it is what it is. Nothing I can do about it. Just I'm just going to sit here and judge hardcore when I see the second one. Well, so. it's still possible that it will be <laughs> like in a similar vein. Yeah, no, and, and he is sticking around as the EP, which, mm -hmm. you know, I wonder how much influence he's actually going to have in the movie. But, you know, hopefully he has a little bit in it. Oh, yeah, but, Scott um, Derrickson. Yes, Scott As Derrickson. The, the, the director that has apparently parted ways, apparently over creative differences. Yes. I know we touched lightly on that last episode. Uh, because it's, And that's never even come out yet, what the differences really were. Yes. I don't so think they ever really it's did. It's assumed I don't, that I don't think they, they wanted the movie to be a little more whore. I mean, that's, that's what the general it's consensus yeah. on the internet is, mm -hmm. whether that's true or not. And they didn't want to go with that, so that's... Yeah. Well, they want to keep it lighthearted. Yeah, right. it's Disney, of course. The, the way Kevin Feige explained it uh, was that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness isn't necessarily a horror movie, but yes, it has scary parts. But scary uh -huh. parts the way that, say, Indiana Jones and Temple Doom had scary parts, or in The Last sure. Crusade, where you but see... But it's not considered a horror movie. Right, you see things that... <laughs> are kind of scary images, but they're there for the emotional beat or mm. to really set up an impact in the scene, make it super memorable, yeah. but they're not horror movies. And that's the route that Marvel wants to take with the Multiverse of Madness. 
but they don't want to go full blown horror. Right. And I think they have endless, endless opportunity to explore whatever they want to do. I mean, literally, if you want my opinion, and I'll say it right here, I think they're like anything is possible. Nothing is off the books. Anything is possible. You know, when they tease Iron Man could come back, when they tease Black Widow could come back, when they tease all this other stuff. You know. That's what the multiverse is. Is you know, you can drop in on any universe and it could be at any, any story. Point in time. And it could be any story and just because it's in a different multiverse or it's in a different universe from, you know, let's call the MCU universe a or one or yeah. whatever you want mm-hmm. they can go anywhere they want they can make all these different stories they can shoot they all these different endless things. possibilities yeah. i mean it's a multiverse you can do whatever you want and you can just say oh it's universe three six seven five b and with these and then it's with the disney right series then. coming out and with the wandavision and everything they don't have to just make one or two or three or four movies they can do these series and make season after season after season and they can just continuously go on and on and on and it's never going to not be exciting it's never going to not be dull you know what you want you it's want, never going to be dull you want a straight up doctor right, strange yes. series yes, that's what that yeah. matches that's up what to I the meant. movies I was like oops well, you, well who and doesn't for oh, one yeah, but yeah, yeah no, i'm I mean, fully on board with that if, too you know i mean i think the wandavision series is going to be awesome i really do I, i'm excited about that if they make you know i guess doctor strange is going to be a part of that it's not really a Doctor well, Strange really series. Well, Marvel's really good about throwing other characters yeah. into their movies and into their series. Mm-hmm. I'm just just I'm, tossing these other characters in here into I'm different super, places. I'm super psyched to see like where they go because obviously, you know, Dormammu didn't die. He just, yeah, he just left them. No, he just gave up. Yeah. So he's still out there. There's a possibility that he could come back. You know. So I just you just you have endless endless roads to take is all I'm saying and I'm just I don't know me I'm anxious I'm excited giddy. I'm yeah I'm giddy I just I want to see what they've got planned because it does look I really personally good. think that I'm going to be happy with whatever they decide to do I'm excited for whatever they do with the multiverse because so far Marvel has not steered us wrong I right. did not think they could do Guardians of the Galaxy and not only did they do it, which was amazing. They crushed it. It was yeah, incredible. Crushed it. It was, they yeah. did a damn fine Both job with it. They made damn fine care. job. James Gunn. They also made those characters integral to the overall story. Mm-hmm. I mean, without Guardians of the Galaxy, how much of Thanos do we really get? And right. James Gunn wrote both those movies. I was going to say, in the first yes. Avengers, you got a little glimpse just because Loki was tied into him. But without that, mm-hmm. or with that, but without the Guardians, there's not a whole lot you understand about the universe past Earth. Yeah, you see them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That. They were the conduit to get the audience off of Earth, yeah, and to experience the much larger cosmos There's something side else out there. of Marvel and realize that that's where the real danger lies. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised that we didn't see more danger come from the quantum realm. I think we will in the future. I know. think that th- you have to. Yeah, because there's going to be another Ant Man coming out. Am and I? there's got to be something huge coming from that. There has to be. Am I or the only something one? incredibly small? That didn't, or both. <laughs> no, or both. Yeah. Did anybody else get upset when uh, Good one. Stark and <laughs> uh, Banner made Ultron instead of Hank Pym? I, yes. I got a little upset about that. I don't want to hold a grudge. It was a great movie. Well, I never actually even thought about it until you just mentioned it. I mean, it doesn't really upset me because... Well, 
two geniuses when Ultron was created it was Hank Pym and he hadn't even been introduced in the MCU yet yeah and I mean it was just it was just a little heart tucker for me I agree I realize it's Oh, so you're saying Hank Pym actually was a creator of Ultron? Yeah, in the comic books, Hank Pym creates Ultron. Oh, I didn't know that. It's not Tony Stark. Okay. But it made sense to me that they do it the way they did it, because Hank Pym was barely... I don't even know if he was... He wouldn't even... He was even... Oh, yeah, because Ant-Man wasn't even... Nobody had introduced him in the MCU yet. And it made sense after the events of Avengers that Stark would want to somehow protect the world from what he saw. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. So him building Ultron just kind of made sense. Uh So I wasn't that upset with it because I realized that they had to frame Ultron into the context of the story they had so far. And by the way, we can't spend that much time talking about it because I talk about Ultron for forever. I was going to say. Because James Spader's Ultron was like the most inspired villain choice. Yeah, he was great. He was so good. It was just as good as Josh Brolin as Thanos. Yeah, that was 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 just like a damn fine choice too. (laughs) See... They know how to pick their... These people in Marvel can yeah. cast someone, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. They know how to... They Paul Rudd is Scott Lang. Yep. Oh, All yeah. day. Chris Pratt is Star-Lord. <laughs> well... I think he made that role. Revamped it. Yeah, yeah let's just call it. is Tony Stark? I mean, come on. That was Jesus. also pretty inspired. That was amazing. I wonder that was if, the greatest choice ever. I wonder if, if the MCU chooses to bring Cable through, if they're going to let <laughs> Josh Brolin play Cable. That would be cool as hell. Well, that's how you get the multiverse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) And then even Deadpool's like, "Listen, Thanos." Okay. So even (laughs) jump into DC, how they just had the two Flashes meet up. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. That's a hot spoiler. We we can't talk about any (laughs) Flashes meeting. We already got flagged for that, man. I got got flagged for that. I may or may not have accidentally spoiled Uh, something on the Crisis. Crisis on Infinite Earths. 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 <laughs> Will Smith. With, with all well, the, with all I didn't the mean splashes. I didn't mean to spoil with all the splashes on that one. The, <laughs> so, just quick side note for the group. I <laughs> suggest you listen to a little bit of Nerd Podcast. It's a great podcast. Because Jalen and Bilky always bring the heat. They are great to listen to. Very entertaining. They have multiple guests. Uh, but we always talk to each other and we reference things. And when I see things... <laughs> On the CW, and it's the DC shows, I get excited, and I just text, text. Jalen. Because yeah. I assume he He's has seen it. everything and watched it <laughs> beforehand. Guess what? Last week, he did not know something. <laughs> and here's a real hot take. He gets mad. <laughs> when you spoil things for him, as I think a lot of us do. Uh, sorry, man. I do. So I know the pain, and mm. I do want to go out on a limb here and say I apologize. But I'm not going to waste any more time on until you get Jalen. So deal with it. I Still hope you like the episode anyway. <laughs> I hope it was good. I hope the end of Infinite Crisis was satisfying for you, and you're happy you spent all that time watching it. Five episodes. I, I feel like it was good. I, I, I mean, that's not my level of show, and we, that's not that we can't even get into it on this podcast today. You're right, you're right. Because otherwise, we won't have time to just wrap up the multiverse that we're all excited to see in Phase Four. If they do it any type of justice and touch on just a, a shred of the source material they have for it, yeah, it's gonna be great. I mean, because my favorite look at the multiverse is from Secret Wars, Jonathan Hickman's 2015 
event series from Marvel where they essentially collapse the whole multiverse Everything's and revamp continuity. Mm-hmm. Everything's like brought down to a single storyline and taken off and, from there. And Doom is God. Yeah. <laughs> and it is... Doctor Doom? Yeah, yeah. it's good. This so is, it's, the cool part is, is you get this massive, all-everything-accompanying story. I mean, everything Marvel's done was up for grabs. Everything. All of the worlds. All of the... the Alternate universes, the Age of Apocalypse to the Civil Wars, storylines became their own universes, and then they all coexisted for a time. Hmm. Short story periods, and then it all built up to this massive, like maxi series event. Pow! And it was cool because, at its core, it turned out to be a Fantastic Four story, and that is something that I have been looking for at Marvel for a while. We've been lacking. Yeah, well, they've made. What two fast Fantastic Four movies? Yeah, three, three. But I'm talking about the comics. Like the comics is where you really want to see the Fantastic Four. This is where this is where you actually see how great these characters can be out of Hollywood and the movies you've seen. Yeah, well, the movies don't do the Fantastic Four or any of the Fantastic Four storylines any real justice. No, hmm. except for I will say I did like Silver Surfer and Norn Rad in the second one, but that was the only part of that movie I did like. Yeah, they did Silver Surfer right, but everything around him was... It was just a, it was a shit show. Yeah, I mean, it I was, was upset. But was either tough. way, I but like that uh, Morpheus yeah, <laughs> voiced him. Lawrence Fishburne as the Silver Surfer was a good choice. That was good. So actually, if we could just get him <laughs> in the MCU... <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. And then, Do us a favor. Know, I'm fine with that. Morpheus if, and Neo. If get, you're not too busy John with the Wick Matrix there. 4, can you uh, do this too? Or John Wick 4. John Wick. Yeah. Yes. He's in four, yeah, he's in John Wick. Uh, he will be. Uh, but there is still so much to look forward to there, and we will keep our eyes peeled uh, to see where we go with it in the Marvel Universe. Cannot wait. But something that we surprisingly have not talked about, even though the movie comes out in February, is the Birds of Prey mm. in the emancipation of one fabulous Harley Quinn, which I cannot believe... They had the balls to call this movie Birds of Prey and yeah. not Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Because <laughs> it, it is clearly being marketed as yeah. she is the protagonist of this film and everyone there is just kind of involved. Well, uh, they did choose, I can't remember her name right offhand, Huntress was like from Scott Pilgrim and um, a few other different movies. I can't pull them off right, but she's a great actor. She's also extremely hot. Uh, to see her being a smart-ass Huntress would be pretty cool, because Huntress is no holds barred. She don't give no Fs. Harley Quinn, also, she has a hyena as a pet, which that is a great allude to her two hyenas she had for a while there. In the Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Yeah, so it, the movie stars uh, Margot Robbie. She reprises her role as Harley Quinn. Uh, and it picks up where we find Harley after splitting up with the Joker, uh, which I don't think we're going to see much of him at all in this film. Um, great. I'm fine with that, too, because I'm much more interested in what Harley brings to the table anyway. Uh, but she is joined by the superheroes Black Canary, Huntress, and Renee Montoya, who I can't believe they, they casted her as uh, Renee Montoya, but it is Rosie Perez. Uh, so she is here as uh, Montoya. We have, oh, good, good. So for this version of Huntress, we have my favorite version, and that's Helena Bertinelli. 
Mm-hmm. She was my favorite huntress. Uh, she really won me over in No Man's Land in 99 in the Batman stories where she briefly took on the mantle of Bat- Batman uh, and just was just owning people till Bruce came back. She was and, and like then snapping bones and whatnot, yeah. correct? Yeah. And she is later replaced as Batgirl by Cassandra Kane, who, I can't believe they did it, Cassandra Kane is also in this film. So... Uh, I'm very impressed that we are getting a movie that is all-female-led. All-female yep. powerhouses. Uh, and they're street-level characters, but we're getting we're getting our first superheroine team movie. Uh, and good job, DC. This is a good look because you're beating Avengers to it. Uh, <laughs> I that, think that was the aim. Yeah, you know? After that shot in Endgame where it's just all the, the, the female characters... Uh, just tying up to. We're to still kick waiting ass. for that movie, though. I will watch way. that movie. We're still I will watch for that movie. Marvel, take note, make that movie. But DC beat them to it, and they're doing it with these, not the most well-known characters. One of them has had screen time so far. Everyone else is new to the silver screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there's been a couple, you know, in you know TV series and stuff like that, but nothing's ever made to the big screen. Yeah, and it looks like we have a couple of. Real good Batman villains here to to kind of antagonize them. First up is Ewan McGregor's Black Mask, which is going to be good. That's I can't wait great. to see him just really let loose. A little bit of train spotting, little you know, just going, just going really hard on these ladies. <laughs> uh, I know how that sounds, but it's it's not as bad as what Victor Shaz would do. But he is also. Uh, a Batman villain who shows up in this film as well, and I can't believe they brought him to the screen, so I hope he does everything he does in the comic books in this movie. Did you see any of the stills for Victor's ass? I did not. There was a couple I saw. I don't know if they're legit or not, but he is just... Oh, he's got blonde hair. He's covered head to toe in scar tissue, you know, because every time he kills somebody, he has to make a new scar on his body. Right. Uh, and he's also like there was also like a quote under it. It was very it was something very dark and crazy and everything Zaz would say. But yeah, I'm really excited to like see them bring these these characters that have never even come close to having a great thing on film, you know, finally end up on the big screen. Yeah. I'm just incredibly excited to see where they go. I hope the movie does well though, cuz what we're looking at is a movie that is Female driven. Mm-hmm. It's an all female superhero team, and we have seen those struggle before. Um, for some reason, the only one I can really think of is Ghostbusters, and I mean that movie didn't do it as well as everybody was hoping. Yeah, but I think that was kind of a remake of something that wasn't necessarily original yeah. to them. How much of that was the cast, and how much of that was a combination of the writing and people's expectations of what they were going to yeah. get? Yeah, I right. mean, if they do something like with Avengers out of the MCU, and they take it all the women, dude, that would nail. You know what I mean? That would just that would crush it. But they'd have to do it because at the right time. You don't want to like piggyback the regular Avengers stuff and then oh, all female Avengers. Yeah, but know. still, I, I I really feel like it would do really well. I agree. The I agree. If it's built properly, it's, I think it would be really exactly. successful. And yes. So do you guys think that the latest Charlie's Angels movie, which just came out, I have not seen it. Right. Are you even familiar with it? I I heard about it. I didn't even know it came out. Yeah, I heard about it. I didn't know it came out. I thought it it came out. It really failed to capture audiences for whatever reason. 
Uh, the movie did 48 to 55 million um, and didn't capture enough of the 15 over crowd that watched the original show or the under 25 segment that they were really kind of aiming to get to build mm-hmm. a new fan base. <laughs> probably never heard of the original show or movies. Yeah, right. Probably. So the interesting thing is I want to see kind of how the audience reacts to Birds of Prey because I'm not sure what their target audience is. If they continue to pull off the success of Wonder Woman and bring that audience to the table, I think they're going to be great. I think this movie will well overperform expectations, uh, hopefully. Hopefully, yes. And we'll get more to build Traction. on. Yeah, get, give something more that DC can build off of. Because, again, what that will do is continue to grow their cinematic universe and move away from the big and kind of overdone... Justice League style movies, well, and I'm okay with that. Batman and Superman have had their movies. Yeah, know. they can take a break for a while. Yeah, let's let's give us some good stories. Even though we are going to get the Matt Reeves helmed Batman, that's that's a while. That's a while away. I'm still excited. To see I know. It. Yeah, I know. I know. As much as I say, I'm tired of seeing Batman on TV. On, I'm not. Give I just saw a new still of Colin <laughs> Farrell as the Joker. Or as Penguin. As Penguin. I don't know why I said the Joker, but as Penguin, and he looked good, man. I mean. uh I don't know if you guys played like the Arkham games, but like the mm-hmm. <coughs> essentially the penguin has a bottle of glass shoved in his eye, and you know the, that's like his monocle. Yeah, yeah. and so it was kind of like that kind of a still. I wish I would have shared it with you guys. No, we look forward to seeing that, and I hope it does well, so we get more of those. For some reason, I'm really just like pro female like hero movies now. Like I love Captain Marvel. I love Wonder Woman. And I really want Birds of Prey to do well. And I think it's because of my daughter. Like, mm-hmm. I want her to see cool stuff that I can watch with her. Because yeah. if I have to watch Sophia the First one more time <laughs> on Disney Junior, I'm going to be Sophia the First one dead in the ditch. I can't. It's awful. It is so bad. I would much rather watch Puppy Dog Pals or Powerpuff Girls. Powerpuff or Girls just, was actually yeah, good. It's a good show, right? I still watch that. Take notes because so the first sucks. <laughs> I'd rather watch Moana over and over. And over. I love Moana. That's a funny movie. That is a great movie. Meanwhile, me and Justin are sitting over here being dads of boys, just you know. Yeah, we got chuckling. Yeah, we got my we got guy likes boy all dads over here. We got girl dads over here. Yeah, the table's divided. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we got daughters. You got boys. I'll babysit anytime, guys. Yeah, the way you talk about Rowan, I don't know that I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? When you get there, you'll understand. All right, okay. All right, well, we have reached the segment of the show where we like to talk about dad jokes. Funny stuff. Wee! We got some good ones the frog. I think I might have. That's not bad. That's sure. about, as always, I feel like the dad joke segment came to us because we did Matt said we week. should do dad jokes, so dad yeah. jokes get to be Matt's start. We did, we did, uh, we did a lot last week. I got, I got one this week for you guys. But yeah, feel free, man. Just start um, when you're ready. Do so, it. You know what do you call karate for amputees? I need you to tell me right now. Partial arts. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I was uh, the last one to laugh. I, I thought I'd be the first one. I feel uh, so bad that I'm laughing at that. Ah, really uh, you know what are you gonna do, oh, Brandon? Cool. What do you got? <laughs> so I don't know. He's to laugh. Go, go, Justin. <laughs> I got drunk and uh, I got drunk and to impress a girl, I swallowed a bunch of Scrabble tiles. My next to the ba- my next tip 
trip to the bathroom could spell disaster. Let me. Uh, Do you want to redo that one all the way out again? <laughs> Try that one over. Try that one over. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Martial <laughs> arts. <laughs> okay. I got drunk, and to impress a girl, I swallowed a bunch of Scrabble tiles. My next trip to the bathroom could spell disaster. Edit the rest of that out in the uh, No, that's what it is. <laughs> that's, <laughs> no, that's gold. Uh, uh, damn it. So guys, over the weekend, I went out with a one-legged girl who worked at a brewery. She was in charge of the hops. <laughs> uh, uh, awesome. You know what you get if you boil a funny bone? A laughing stock. <laughs> <laughs> if the internet had a boat, where would you park it? In the Google Docs. <laughs> you sharing that? <laughs> no. I just won know. an award for the most secretive person in the office. I can't tell you how much that means to me. <laughs> Shouldn't even be talking about it. <laughs> Breaking the oath. Matt, you got one more? Uh, yeah. Student loans. You got me through college. I don't know how I'll ever repay you. <laughs> I would laugh, but I might it's cry. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Dude, not it's funny. That's not funny. That's the truth. I told my wife that our doctor diagnosed me with daily sex. And my wife smacked <laughs> me and said, You have dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. That's, 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 that's good. That's awesome. Alright, I think that was a solid one to end on then. Good job, that's guys. Good. Way that's to go. Good. Solid solid one all over the board here. Solid uh solid beer run. Yeah, solid is beer it time run. for a solid is beer run? Solid? Yeah. yeah. It's like it might be. Well we you need know a, we need a chugger, so I got I got mine. While we get ready for that, and this is where we get to tell you what kind of a place is this? (laughs) And this is where I get to tell you where you can find (laughs) what? Want me to fluff your pillow? I jerk you off? Okay. Okay, so anyway, it's the part of the show where we get to do our plug us on the socials. Mm -hmm. We are, of course, on Instagram, we are on Twitter, and we are on Facebook. You can find us in all of those social platforms at Galactic Dads. And you can find us individually. Uh, if you want to tweet at me at Brandon or hit me up on Instagram, uh, it is the at Galactic Dads tag. I helm those. Uh, Matt, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter, MJAlbers5. Just look for <laughs> me anywhere you like. I'm Laser83Eric. Very nice. And we all know that Justin whom is dying for you to interact with him on any social he platform. He really wants some DMs, I'm he telling does. you. He does. If slide you could, in. If you could slide into his DMs, he'd appreciate it. He is at Willakill187. So that's a W-I-L-L-A-K-I-L-L-187. Feel free to send him whatever you want, too. He'll appreciate it. His kid can unlock his phone, so don't worry about that. Send him <laughs> Every seriously, whatever that'd be great. And Anything today, goes. there are no rules unsolicited, all kinds of picks straight to his phone. Also, today, or, we don't have John with us because he's out doing responsibilities and stuff. Responsibilities, duty calls, right? Duty calls. 
So, you can still hit him up too, but if he were to tell you, you would just go ahead and hit him up at Galactic Dads. <laughs> so, I'll tell you twice. At John. At John, at Galactic Dads. Uh, that might be confusing. It's literally just at Galactic Dads, and I'll talk to you on his behalf because he's too lazy to engage in social media <laughs> so far. <laughs> but also, we have a Patreon page where we appreciate any support that you can give. We are at patreon.com slash galactic dads, and there you can find all sorts of bonus content from us. You'll see pictures of us at previous cons, cons that we have talked about in the past. Uh, you can find small comic book reviews that I put together, uh, most recently for Batman 86, uh, and lots of other fun access to podcasts, Patreon-only show, uh, and even... Oh, haven't put the video up yet because I don't want to do Vimeo but I guess I'm going to have to. But we got a video coming for you soon. And if you'd like to support us and get in on some of this goodness, you can start off at the $3 tier uh, instead of just saying thanks for that first tier and we appreciate your support, which we do. We show you that by sending you a sticker from the jump. And then there's the $5 level. The $10 level gets you a t-shirt. And at $25, you get all that plus a hoodie and more and the tiers only get better from there so go check it out uh please become a patron if you enjoy what you hear here and want to see more did you like that here I here did. i did i did i see you all I looking did. at me because i'm wearing a super sweet hat it's <laughs> i want one I it know. is I need galactic it. swag and it's the new hat i got my stickers it looks pretty good I my hat. so you gentlemen on the show will all be getting one I'll probably have them for our next next the, recording. The t-shirt is very comfortable. Yes, and the t-shirt you've seen us in before. Very soft. Uh, but that is the very same shirt that you will get at the $10 tier. So please consider supporting us. One gentleman who already does, and he is at the he is at the we're in the in-game now level. Mm -hmm. uh, and he gets the hoodie, the shirt, the sticker, access to everything on the site, and he gets a producer credit. So we will talk about him now. That is the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Keith Jefferson. Yay! Yay! As always, so good to talk about him. We couldn't do the show without him, so he is an integral part. And I cannot wait to get you all a picture of him wearing his sweet Galactic Dad swag. Thank you. Thank you. Alright, let's talk about this delicious beer we've got. Yes. So we each just got oh, a new one. I gave you the bottle and you put it in the can. I'm... What are you talking about? I, I wanted to see that prankster can, that bottle. Oh, it's just a Belgian beer. ale. It's fine. It's, it's delicious. Like a boulevard. You know? <laughs> it is. Yeah. So it's like a Belgian white. It's a white. Yeah. yeah. It's a Belgian blonde ale is what the, yeah. the bottle Unfiltered, says. it's good stuff. All right. So you can now find us and follow along with all of our beer drinking shenanigans on the Untapped app. And we're on there, guess what, as at Galactic Dads. <laughs> we have a brand going, guys. Yeah, it's catching it's not going to be anything else. <laughs> but you can see all the beers that we drink together as a show and experience them for yourself while you listen, because why not? Doesn't that sound fun? Give them and a try. They're, they're tasty. They are all good. I recommend almost all of the beers we have. I mean, realistically, we, we drink a fairly wide variety and a decent quantity. So if you're looking Indeed. for something new to try... Check out the list. You might find something you like. Yep. Indeed. So feel free to go check that out. It is live as of the time of this recording is published. So, guys, that's it. That's that's, that's the time. That's it. It is time My for goodness. us to drink. That's all we got. 
All right, so this episode we will drink to, as always, Mr. Keith Jefferson. Thank you, sir. Thank and you, sir. Keith, we Cheers. will drink to John because he's not here today. Partial arts. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> I got him. Beer out. You have no idea. I, as soon as you started making jokes, I was like, okay, keep it under control. Yeah. Because he's going to make you laugh. And Beer's going to come beer right out the nose. Partial Gotta open, ah. the, open the throat, relax the jaw. Yeah, you understand. <laughs> you like those paraplegic jokes, don't you? You're stumping me on what to say with that. <laughs> oh my god, we caught him off guard. Oh man. No, you didn't. I just made the joke. You didn't get it. <laughs> I'm You're cutting that me. one out. <laughs> All right, yeah. It kills You're me right. to do it to you. It's almost like losing an arm. Yeah. All right, well, we thank you guys so much for being on this show. Uh, you're not even on the show. You're I'd listening give a limb to it. For you. <laughs> you know, at this point, you're killing my credibility. I don't even have a leg to stand on here. Uh, so we're going to go ahead. Not even a partial? <laughs> oh my God. Magic legs. Uh, for some oh. reason, I'm reminded of a duck boat right now. <laughs> oh, stop. No, we're not getting it. No, that. come on. Let's not capsize the show so close to the end. Oh, Jesus. This is just a sinking ship. But Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. <laughs> Alright. Isn't it weird that Isn't Lieutenant Dan got a shrimping boat? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that will be the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, please rate, review. Don't judge us based on the last five minutes. Uh, but leave a good review for the show. Rate it. Share it. Uh, wherever you listen to us at, we are on Spotify, we're on Apple, Google Podcasts, we're on iHeartRadio Podcast, we are on Stitcher, CastBox, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, TuneIn, I mean, every week I'm finding new places for us. So I'm pretty sure we're everywhere, aren't we? Yeah, we're, we're getting aggregated everywhere, so that's a good thing. Uh, this is our, technically our 22nd published recording for the show. Um, it's episode 15, but we have some other bonus material in there for hey, you. we got a lot of bonus material. It was never even posted. And do you know where we even have more bonus material? The Patreon. On the Patreon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go so get it. So go check it out, guys, and we appreciate you There's for listening. There's more to come. And we will talk to you next time.